What are you watching? What did you see? Remember the stuff you watched on TV? Sit down and tell us about all the shows. Some we have heard of and some we don't know. We interrupt your current broadcast. We cannot control the airwaves. Do you remember the things and the things? We cannot control the airwaves. What was her name? Oh, what was he in? And we're back. We're off. We're here. We're, we're up in the. I've cl- I've climbed up my rope, and you've climbed up your ladder. I've got a little rope ladder. You've uh, got your rope. I've got my. I've got How my, was it today? Oh God! I reckon there's been another party. <laughs> I reckon there's been another party because those knots were freshly coated in, I'm, I'm guessing, human shit. Right. My God. How could you tell it was human? There was... Sweet God. There was... No? I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that's human. There was human hair in it. Okay, how did you know it was human hair? Oh, because uh, it still had uh, the... the um, the scrunchie in it. That makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, it checks way. out. Hey. Anyway, out. I'm here. You're here. My name's Nick. This is Nathaniel Metcalf, and we are up in the clubhouse treehouse. Um, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. What's this? We can hear. What's this? Uh, this uh, the rope. One of the, is the rope it, ladder or the, the rope. Is it the ladder or the knotted rope? But one of them is squeaking. Is, as, uh, if someone is as if someone's ascending. Ascending up the tree house, into the tree house, up the tree, into the tree. I mean, yeah, this is going to be a messy one. No, it makes um, sense. Well, okay, so the, there's somebody at the door, I guess. Uh, what, uh, what's the secret knock? Yeah. Oh, um. You're not in the room yet, so Sorry. no talking. Sorry. That is this that week's is. secret knock. That is, hey, and open it, open the door. And, we don't need a foley artist. And who, who's this that we've got here? Why, it's musical, musical? Yeah, I think, yeah, that's Com- fair to say. Comedian. Yeah, I think it's Musical comedian, Huge Davies. Yeah, it's Here brilliant. he is. How did you get up here? Did you use the rope or did you use the ladder? I used the rope ladder. In your head, was it a ladder against a tree? No, it, was, it, like it a, is a rope ladder. It's Nat's yeah, rope ladder. Yeah, they've got two, both hanging down. Yeah. You've got a rope with knots in it and a, a rope ladder next to the rope. Oh, okay, cool. The rope with knots in it, we no, found I... out that was actually, I got it from the back of a skip that was around the back of a... Okay, it's like a house at the end of the road, but the lights are always sort of like, the curtain's always drawn and the lights are... Okay, cool. Yeah, okay, yeah, they cool, have loads it. of parties there. Yeah, yeah. But there's always like a, a, a long length of rope out the back, yeah. uh, knotted, uh, covered in human shit. Yeah. Uh, God knows what they're up to in there. Actually, I've just worked it out. <laughs> okay, fine. I should stop using that one. Yeah. There'll be another one there next week anyway. So I can okay, just you use that replace one. it with a new one. Swap them around. Mm, Swap them around. Well, so, welcome to. Nick and that control. Have we done this when, I, when I arrived, control the airways. Control the airways. When I arrived, you're going to interrupt us all the way through this. Well, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, sure. I didn't realise that this would be in a treehouse. This recording. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, is, yeah, yeah. yeah. why come it's in a treehouse? Just Good point. That's where we do stuff. Fair enough. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a real... Dirty magazines and such. Well, everything's dirty if I touch them after I've got up here. Yeah. yeah. Um, th- that reminds me, we need more wet wipes, Nathaniel. <laughs> Right, I'll bring that up next time. Okay, brilliant. Uh, try and get the antiseptic wipes. Right, we'll need those. Yeah, they smell of tequila. Okay.
okay yeah so here's some fun facts about Hughes Davies Hughes would like to run a blockbuster that was the only only job he ever wanted and never got a chance why because no I didn't want to own it but I wanted to be working blockbuster no like run a block oh you didn't want to run it no I just wanted to I'd be the person but I thought the person in blockbuster was so cool when I was a kid I was like what that's the kind job. of person was he uh, just someone that was always watching films and was quite knew quite. I used to ask them quite a lot, like, "What films do you recommend?" It was, it was mainly women that ran the one in St Albans, and they yeah. all wore them blue uh, polo shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted the shirt badly. I wanted to tell. I wanted to like recommend people films, and I wanted to. No, when I wasn't doing that, you were just watching films. For me, that was the best job you've ever had. What went? What went wrong? Did it close before? Yeah, it closed before I could become illegally allowed to work. I think. Well, that's a shame. But also, like, so my dream job was to also uh, work in a video shop. Um, yeah. But mixed video at Whitecroft yeah. Video next to the fish and chip shop. And. Uh, oh, is it because it's next to the fish and chip shop as well? Is that another? Is that like something added on to it? No, not really. Um, but what you used to it was a fish and chip slash Chinese restaurant, a Chinese oh, wow. takeaway, and so you'd order your Chinese takeaway and then you go into mixed video. I wanted to work there, and then Blockbuster opened and closed and down basically. Oh man, I, I used to went out to a fish and chip shop and it like I had a fish and chips for lunch pr- like every day. It really ki- it really killed a lot of my my like sort of brain cells off. I think. But not my love for fish and chips. No, I love fish and chips. I just think that like if you have fish and chips every day for like I don't know, like what a year and a half. And they say fish is brain food. So yes, yeah, not chips, it's, it's not if you cover it. it like, if it's not if you cover it in that yeah, batter. Yeah. I was quite chip before I worked in the in the shop, and then I don't think the batter has any effect on the uh, fish. I, I think if you're speaking to somebody who's not had fish and chips every day well, for a year and a half, what I know is that if you eat shit, like if you eat badly, yeah, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't eat good on top of that. Well, it just have double the amount of food. Well, I mean, I, I can't remember the exact science behind it, but it's like saying, we're just, like, you, you can eat a cake. Get the article yeah. out. You can, eat like- a, you can eat a cake, right? And then you'll go, oh, I've ruined my diet. I'm just going to eat shit for the rest of the day. But don't. Just because you've eaten a cake doesn't mean that you can't have a salad and that won't benefit you later. Okay. So I'm just saying that, obviously, the batter around a fish, yeah, it's bad, but like the, by the time you've... I will say in the treehouse, there's like a litter of co- empty Colin Caterpillar packages are strewn across the floor it, up here There's in a, here yeah we had a party yeah yes. we had a party yeah. thank you you've left the head <laughs> you've left all the heads well it's <laughs> it's just neat it's chocolate it's yeah. just a brick of chocolate it's like who wants yeah. that people say that you know, what was that when the birthday happens you get you get the head i don't want that i don't, I don't want to want deal that. with the head what do you mean like get myself sick i don't want a giant thick cadbury's button yeah do you know what i mean and I also want... the face of a smiling animal too you a psychopath yeah. you want to eat that I would never eat anything with a face. That's why I cut all the faces off. <laughs> and wear it on your face. And, and on get my out of jail. Face and they'd be like, you're not going to arrest me for eating myself, are you? That's what I said to the court. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we got there. It's all, yeah. all, all fun. Huge. <laughs> when were you born? I was born. Actually, Nick, how old am I? How old do you think I am? How old did I say? You are 32? Yeah, but did you I remember that or you worked it out? Yeah. Someone said, who said it? Pierre Novelli said I, he thought I was 26. No. What do you mean, no? He said say that. Well, he said that I last week. I think that he's kissing your ass. No, he's no reason to. Why? Because there's no reason Maybe to. Maybe that's what he does to everyone. Well, he, says, he says everyone's 26. No, everyone's got an age appropriate to whatever he's doing. He's, not, he's, he's just not. knocking, you know, he's like saying, when did he say that? He said that last week. Yeah, so he's knocking six years off everyone. 
So for me, I'd be like, what? I mean, I'd be thirty-six. I think I look younger than I am. I think you look younger. I, I mean, that is the that is one of the worst things anyone can say. I mean, you're just setting yourself but pe- up. But people have say it all the time. Yeah, but I'm people, just bored of it I'm now. Just, we, I'm predicting we haven't released any of these yet, but we're going to get a lot of people listening in, and they're going <laughs> to label you a narcissist. And that's the worst thing you can be in this day and age. Nah, man. Yeah. I know. I, I, being 32 and looking 32 is the worst. People tell me I look 45, right? <laughs> and that's the Annavelli. But I don't, I don't listen to any of that bull crap, yeah. right? I know for a fact I look 26. Do you think it plays into my narrative that I'm a narcissist? Yeah. As an act? This is like covert narcissism where yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. pretending like, oh, what's a narcissist? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, no, they sound awful. <laughs> but in actual fact, it's you yeah, in yeah. your head cooking all 100%. your plots away. I'm 32. My birthday was on 26th of May, 1991. Sunday? Yeah. The 26th of May, 1991. Did you know it was a Sunday? I didn't know it was a Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. you were born I on asked, Sunday. I asked my mum what, what day I was born on. Like, like, like if I was born in the morning or the afternoon, the evening. She said she couldn't even remember. God, it must have been very painful and it must have gone on for days. Yeah, all very boring and she doesn't she hasn't like retained it. Or you just dropped out, yeah. Yeah. Which says a lot about you. your mum. <laughs> sure. What does it say about my mum, Nick? <laughs> well, it's not for the not for control the airways, <laughs> but I'm just saying that your mum sounds rather loose. Yes. Yes. So, I, thought, I, thought, I thought that's what you were guessing. That's why I'm saying that you just yeah. dropped out and yeah. she just didn't remember. She dragged you along for miles with that umbilical cord. <laughs> Here's the world you were born into. Here's what was on TV that day. Yeah. The day you were born, Twin Peaks was on. That's why she can't remember. She was yeah, watching. Yeah, watching Twin Peaks. What was it? The beginning of the series? No, no, just just a random episode of Twin Peaks. Right. And the only other thing I thought was of interest that day was the comic strip presents Spaghetti Hoops. Don't remember that one, do you? No. Well, they did some specials, but I thought that was later. Well, that's 91, I guess. There that's was the it. original run in the 80s. No, no, yeah, then they did And some, then there were some yeah, specials dotted BBC around. There was like ones. four men in a car, or three yeah, men yeah. in a car. That was great, that one. Top 10 movies that were out. Guess what might have been out in 1991. Oh. Do you have a good memory for movie years? Well, maybe ones that I um, I consciousness for. May. So we're sort of like building up to summer. Mm-hmm. 1991. And like 1993 was a big year in no. my head. But yeah. 1991 is like... It is. There are bits a bit pre that. Was Silence of the Lambs 1990? I think so. It might, might have been 1991. But it's not on here. Can you think of anything? No, I wasn't there. You were there. Fuck me. Oh, well, well, I was there technically. You, yeah, were, sure. you were literally there. I was more there than ever before, yeah. I think. But also... Number 10. Okay. Robin Hood. The Patrick Bergen Robin Hood film with Uma Thurman. Oh, God, right. 1991 was uh, Prince what? of Thieves year. Yeah. But there was two Robin Hood films that year. This was the one that wasn't Robin Who's Hood. Who's Uma Thurman playing? Maybe Marion. Yeah. Who's the Robin Hood? Patrick Bergen. Patrick Bergen. Patrick Bergen. He isn't he the bad guy in Sleeping with the Enemy? Yes. 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 Number nine, Jim Belushi, Charles Grodin. Filofax. Uh, Filofax. Fuck Filofax. me. There's a movie called There's Filofax. There's a movie called Filofax. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very 1991 film. That's that sounds like it. a film that would come out now about the 90s. You could yeah, call you know it. I mean? You could call it iPhone, and it'd be about someone losing their iPhone and then blocking it and report it. It's a yeah. short film. Written by J.J. Abrams, apparently. A young J.J. Wow. Abrams. The Doors. Oliver Stone's The Doors. Number eight. Number seven. Predator 2. Predator oh, great. 2. Wow, right. This is Glover. a good year. 1991. Okay, so Alien 3. No, because that was 1992, I think. Guilty by suspicion. What the fuck is that? Robert De Niro, and it's all about like the writers that get blacklisted in Hollywood. Oh, wow. 
Was that number what number? Number six. Number five, Misery. Stephen King's Misery. Oh, brilliant. Kathy Burke, wow. Richard Dreyfus. No, James Kahn. James Kahn. James Kahn, of course it was. James, James Kahn. Kahn. You're not reading this? Well, I'm reading it, but didn't put the... Oh, right, so... Actually, see. it is in my head. It's Dreyfus. Is Richard Dreyfus on... Did he do it on stage? Why do I think it's Dreyfus? I don't know. He no, did, I don't know. He did Jaws, Close Encounters, and then What About Bob, 10 years later, and That's then right. nothing. He's not done. Walt Disney's White Fang... White Fang. Based on the Jack London book with Ethan Hawke. Fan of the Fang? No, no, I don't know what that is. A boy with a wolf that he hangs out with. Who's the boy? What? It's Ethan Jason Hawk. Scott Flattery. Did they just? Did they have? Was it a normal dog in the film? Sure. It was yeah, where they call it like a wolf dog. Yeah. Apparently, it's, it's the same dog that's in the thing. In, okay. But I don't believe that because this is like nine years later. Okay. And I think the dog definitely would have. Yeah. Richard Dreyfuss turned down Misery when he was offered it. Bloody that's a, weird, that's a weird, weird fact for that's you to hold, that, hold on to. Yeah, but I don't ja- know that I knew that. It's James Kahn's best performance. I've seen that and Elf. Elf, yeah. People that turned it down: Kevin Klein, Michael Douglas, Harrison Ford, Dustin Hoffman, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Gene Hackman, and Robert Redford. Thanks, JC Three Thousand. There are so wow. many actors with exactly the same that's, spiel. That's yeah. literally. <laughs> it really is. That's literally the whole of Hollywood <laughs> turned it down. Yeah. And then James Caan did it. I didn't know I want to do it. William Hurt as well. William yeah. Hurt turned it down. Do you know, w- William Hurt turned it down, and then they went to James Caan. Fuck me, Jesus Christ! I think in the book she doesn't hobble him; she cuts his feet off with an axe. Oh yeah. And I think that if you'd have read that, it was the book was really horrifically violent, and the hobbling scene was William Goldman's favourite scene that he's ever written when he cuts off the feet with the axe, and everyone said you've got to tone that down, and he fought them all away, and he was really angry, and he had to just like tone it down, and then she just hobbled him, and then he said it worked a lot better because it meant more people could have seen it. That's my little fun fact about that. Yeah, I would have thought harder to keep the the chopping off the feet. Yeah, I think. I think everyone ganged up against him, but I think Rob Reiner was right. He said, once you've done that, no one wants to watch this anymore. Okay. Yeah, it becomes one. It becomes a bit like Old Boy, where you can't. You watch Old Boy once, and that's it. Yeah, See, I mean, the, like the, the, the Korean version. I've not seen Old Boy. Is uh, it like the New Girl? Yeah, it's a lot of New Girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Number three. Problem Child. I knew you'd seen Old I've Boy. I've seen Old Boy. Problem Child one or two. One. Oh, with uh, Michael Richards. Is he, is he in it? And uh, what's the name of the kid? Oliver something Oliver. Something oh, is it Michael well is it Michael Oliver? Maybe. Uh, I think of it as having Gilbert Gottfried in it. John, John Ritter, Ritter. Gilbert Gottfried, uh, Jack Warden. Is yeah, that his it's name? Jack Warden. The kid is called what Michael Oliver? Michael oh Oliver. Oh my god, I know the kid from fucking Problem Child's name. Yeah. Fuck me. LA Story number two. Steve Martin's LA story. Steve Martin's best Woody Allen movie. <laughs> Number one, Mermaids. Oh my God. Mermaids. Does she love me? I want to know. How can I tell if she loves me so? That's Cher. That's Cher. That's Cher. Yeah. That Cher, Christina Ricci, and Winona, Winona Ryder. Ryder. And? Who's the man? Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Wildlings and Mermaids. I'm intrigued. It's about a single mum and her two kids and they move somewhere and they all dress up as mermaids at one point what and Bob Hoskins romances them all what he doesn't romance them all <laughs> he romances the mum and has to win over the kids I uh, think that's it and he I've does never all seen in the it. early 60s I've never it's seen quite it nice. never seen it but uh, I remember it being a, it was Young Guns 2 not out no number one in the charts I thought that was number one you said that was number one 
No, but number one in, in the UK music charts. Oh, oh sorry. Do the Bartman? No. But is it, is it, it was the Shoop Shoop song by Jay. Doctors, he loves Number one me. in the box office. Number one in the charts. Mermaids. That's how they used to do it. They used to release a song with a cool video and then people would go, oh, I want to see more of that action. And then yeah. they'd go and see the whole film and they'd be annoyed that this song wasn't playing all the time. Yeah. Well, that's the chat over. Now it's time to play the actual oh, game. Oh, okay. We now it's time to actually do knuckle down and do some stuff. Dude, you're about to control the airwaves. Well, that's it. It's like, so without any further ado, huge, are you ready to control, control the, the airwaves? airwaves? I am actually, yeah. In the treehouse, yeah. am I, there's, there's like, is there a screen? What do you mean in the treehouse? We're in the treehouse. So in, so in this treehouse, I'm not, it must be behind me. I'm not seeing. Is that, is it like, we're like, what, going to watch it on a screen after this podcast ends? We're going to do all the things I want to do or we're watching it as, as I'm saying it appears on the, Chasey 3000 is making a list of all of the things that you're going to say yeah. and that one day in the future we're going to have special screening evenings where we're going to just stay in and watch all of that. That's actually a really good idea. That's great. And idea. we could do a director's commentary over everything. Yeah. And we could just say that we directed it even though we didn't. Mm. Okay. So, huge. Without further ado, you take you back. We're taking you back, 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 back in time. It's probably about 2001, not a space odyssey, but an odyssey of some sorts where you've been in French class all afternoon and you can't bloody stand it. You don't know your sacre bleus for your, from your own mongeurs. And then all of a sudden you look up and it's 3.15, the bell rings and you run home. A, because you're desperate to see what's on telly, but B, because you're being chased. By the time you get home, you're covered from head to toe in mud, blood and crud. What have I been doing? <laughs> You've been beating the shit out of <laughs> by every every single bully in the school sounds about right you've just smashed it your way in through the back door because uh, you lost your keys and no sooner if you absolutely decimated the door into shards that you found the keys so now you're in double trouble uh-huh. trouble from the bullies mm-hmm. trouble from your parents mm-hmm. triple trouble if you count the French teachers that are furious with the fact that you didn't know your homages from your sacre bleus and now it's an homage I don't know if I know you're right. just oh, building up momentum oh, oh my so that... god oh my uh... god and do you know how I know the phrase homage on you? No. Because when no. Tim Allen was presenting the best animated movie Oscar in 1996, sure. uh, at the height of his Toy Story fame, yeah. he was wearing glasses at the Oscars and he opened the envelope and he looked at it and out of surprise he went, oh mon dieu. And uh, I looked it up and it meant, oh my God, that is... So when people say Tim Allen is a waste of space, let me tell you, he taught me more French than Madame Hellier, that's for sure. So you've got it, you've got it, your fucking, your, your, house, your back door goes straight into the kitchen. You've, you've gone through the kitchen. Uh, on your way through the kitchen, you've poured yourself a large pint of milk and you've taken all of the biscuits. And you've gone into your living room, you've skidded across the carpet, your knees are bleeding everywhere. There's blood and snot coming out of your nose, there's tears coming out of your eyes. And you switch on the TV. What are you watching? What are you watching? What's your favourite kids TV? The West show? Wing. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching. I'm watching Pokemon. 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 I, I love it. It's a. Do you still watch it? Yeah, I watch it. Can you still follow it? Do, what do you mean? Um, do do I understand what they're talking about? Well, is it one continuous story that keeps going? Like, is Ash still in it? So yeah, he's still. T- he's, so he's he's still ten after all this time. So like he's Bart Simpson. Yeah, so he's been crushing it. He's had a, he's had a big year. Do you know what I mean? Right. He's always had a big year, and the year's getting bigger by the day, baby. 
Right. He's capturing animals. He's making them fly. Is it what? It's all. He's still ten. So right, when you're saying it, he's had a big year, that mean you mean that because every episode is happening. Every episode is yeah. It, it's his, this year is huge for him. He's conquered. I think about seven nations by this point. So how? When did Pokemon start? What are you saying, Pokemon? No, I'm saying Pokemon. 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 Don't do this. <laughs> it's Pokemon. Don't, yeah, I know it's Pokemon. Don't I know it's rile Pokemon. me up. It's either Pokemon or Pokemon. And I've always said Pokemon. It's Pokemon. But then it's a pocket monster, isn't it? So yeah, but Pokemon sometimes things just don't make sense. Sometimes things in this language just don't make sense. It's Pokemon. It's clearly Pokemon. But you could say Pokemon. And it you could say Pokemon, sense. but I'd have to look at you like, you like a fucking idiot. I, I have to treat you like my old dad. You I'd have to take you behind the shed and shoot you in there like an old horse. Don't say Pokemon. shoot po- your dad? With no head? If he asked me, I would. The, right. Just because he nice. didn't know how to say Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Sorry. so Pokemon was uh, when did that start? Nineteen ninety-seven. Pokemon started in probably about ni- the, about probably about then. Yeah. Did it start here on SMTV? Was that the first time? We What's had? SMTV? The SMTV D- and Deck and like, Deck and Kentilly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what what it was on. I I just remember it, I would get up very very early on the weekend to watch Pokemon. Did you How have? old were you? Probably between the ages of about like about seven. I think it's one of those things I carry I carry on watching it. Like yeah. for it. I think I'll still watch it for it. I don't watch it like now. If 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 I'm fi- if it's on like Netflix, I'll stick it on in the background. But maybe if you can't sleep, you put on an episode just to see catch up, see where they are. No, because I think if it went that far, because I can't sleep anyway, as you know, I would do better things in my time now if I can't sleep. If I just watched Pokemon when I couldn't sleep, I'd be watching it every single night of my life. What would you do if you couldn't sleep now? Listen to to books on my on like Audible. I listen to books. Yeah. But I don't have Audible. I just put my ear really close to the pages and see what happens. Nothing. Nothing happens. Occasionally I can hear the trees crying. We're in a tree right now. <laughs> I know. We're in a tree right now. I can sighing, see how you value them. Sighing under yeah. the weight of wisdom. So what is Pokemon? Pokemon is Pokemon. It's Pokemon. Pokemon is Sorry, po- Pokemon. So this is Professor called Professor Oak. He doesn't know anything about the animals. He says, Can you fill up my Pokedex? Which is basically like a kind of like an a to z of all the animals he sends out 10 year olds into the world to catch pokemon send them back to him to catch the pokemon you have to injure them to a point in which they're so weak you capture them in a ball you put them in the ball they go top six ones you keep with you the rest go on a computer but you have to injure them yeah you have to hurt them to because they have to be weak enough because you've got to catch them out of the wild you can't just you can't just they can't just come with you you've got to like beat them into submission but it's also a bit like marbles right where you go head to head and then you win other people's Pokemon no you you don't win other people's you can do that the prize can be but what happens is is the Pokemon that your let's say you beat me at Pokemon my Pokemon would just be very badly injured and I would be I would feel a bit annoyed so you injure the Pokemon and then you it's like cockfighting yeah, it's, very, it's almost exactly like cop fighting. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's great that they've uh, commercialised that and put it in a kid's cartoon. Yeah. So what they do is they injure a Pokemon, they put him in a ball, and then what, it heals itself in the ball over time, they and then take, you unleash it. Take a ball to the hospital, free healthcare for the for the animals. Mm-hmm. They come back up, it's like, but they can't die. So it's like... Ever? I think they can die, but it's not. they don't really talk about it, really. There's one episode which I found quite interesting where... I always, in my head, I was like, what are they eating? And then one episode, there's like this magic art, which is like the, the fish, like a fish Pokemon thing. And that is on a sushi, like a piece of sushi. I was like, oh, so they actually are eating the animals. But the animals are like people. Do you know, they've got like soul, they're like another level of animal. They, they understand emotions. So and... it would be like if I was to eat like a chimpanzee or something. 
Yeah, but the chimpanzee is like your best friend and fights for you all the time without yeah, question. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. it would hurt, but I'd have to do it. It's a bizarre world. I don't understand what the professor's doing in that world because he's like, the equivalent would be like a, prof- like a professor at a university saying to a 10-year-old, I don't even know what's out there. Get me what animals you can find. Everything. If you went out and went, he goes, get me everything. And you go, well, I've got this thing and it's a bit like a sort of monkey, but it's sort of, it's head's on fire. He should know what the monk, that monkey with his head on fire. Yeah, he should. He should say. He should I'm, give you a specific shopping. His list. job should be teaching you about the monkey with the fire. So not right. saying go out and get me monkeys. It says here that neither the Japanese nor Americans pronounce it Pokemon. Oh, for Christ's sake, we're not on this again. The true it's pronunciation poke- or pronunciation or pronunciation is Pokemon or Pokemon. So that's how you say Pokemon. Can we move on, please? It's a little bit later in the evening now. Mm. The kids' shows have all stopped. The evening shows have started. Maybe there's something light entertainment show. Oh. Something, a game show, a quiz show, something like that. Perhaps hosted by a celebrity of yesteryear. Tipping point. Tipping point. Fucking tipping, tipping point. point. What's the name of the man that is, does that? Is ben, it ben, ben Shepherd. It's Ben Shepherd. Whoa, right. wow, what a show. Oh. It's so, such a bad idea. But with such, it's so watchable. I love the way that Ben Shepard does the show because he's like, right, so I'm going to have to watch people put coins in this thing every day. There's almost no outcome that's different. It's yeah. either you get a bit more coins or you don't get that, that many coins. He invents all these words for all the way the chips fall. And it's so funny to watch him. He's, he's a, a chip will land on another chip. He's like, we've got a ride out here. Classic rider. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's riding it, on another. It's just uh, on another chip or something. I like, doesn't he refer to them as zones? Where he just yeah, like, where yeah. you put it in. Yeah, the zone, yeah, middle zone, left yeah, zone. He yeah, nice. He's not improvising this every single day. They're like throwing stuff at him, right? He must have an earpiece where they're. No, no I reckon no, he's come he, up with it over time. He's right? an absolute, he's a pro. And you know what? He never makes fun of the guests, even no matter how stupid they are. Describe what tipping point is from beginning to end. So, tipping point. Imagine, you know, in the fun fair with all the you put the coins in at the top. Oh yeah, I know what it is, and I and um and like that coin thing, that two yeah. p coin thing or ten yeah. p. I think that that is one of the most addictive games on the pier, right? And also a game which you don't even want to win. Why would you want yeah, to win? Yeah, a pocket full of two p coins. That's well, a loss for most changed, people. Because you can get changed up. But yeah. but what it is is it's seeing the coins. Like creeping over the ledge, and it's almost yeah. like it's like watching a structure, isn't it? It's like it's you're watching something that's kind of like hypnotic. You're not yeah. watching a game; you're watching the passage of time. You're watching time in motion. You're yeah. watching you're men watching, die. You're watching battles yes. being fought. You're watching, you're watching, watching civilizations crumble. Get eroded mm. over time, only yeah. the opposite because yeah. it's getting yeah. bigger. But it always looks like it will go. Yeah. And same on tipping point. I well, think that's that is it. it. You've you taken go... something that's already addictive and brilliant yeah. to look at. Because it's, it, cause you, if you don't like general knowledge quizzes, which so, is yeah. basically what it is. So when it starts, yeah. how many contestants? Five, I think. And do they all get a go on the board or do they get whittled down before that? So they all, they all get a go, but they get knocked out if they're no good. And they have to answer general knowledge questions. No, they have a specific cat- categories. One thing, one of them is general, so you can go general if you want to. There are different categories, and if you answer all the, that's like a quick round. I think if you get them all right, that's how many chips you can put down. I think. Got you. So you, so that you answer questions to get. Uh, Honestly, coins. normally, 
because me and my brother record it, what we do is we normally skip to the end, which is when, the, yeah, when it gets good. Yeah. It's because you basically, what you want is you want the coin with a big star, red star on it. Yeah. And then if you get that, you get to win a holiday or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you only want the final chance. Yeah, because it's yeah. like a lot of build up to that moment. And it's like, that's the best bit. It's 10 minutes long. That's as much as I really want to watch. That's what I'm like with Millionaire. I yeah. always fast forward it. And if no one's a millionaire, I don't watch. Yeah. You can keep putting coins in or you can go. You get, you get, so you're like winning the, all the way through the game. You're answering questions. You get to a sum of which you've won. You could either go, well, I scrap that, or I'm going to go for the big prize at the end. How frequently do people win the prize? Quite often. Oh, yeah? It's quite a good feel good because I think it's quite easy. I think if you don't like quizzes, you've always got someone putting coins down a thing. So it's now sitcom time. Yeah. You've, you've got, it's got to about 8 30, 9 o'clock. Yeah. You've watched your tipping point all yeah. the way up to the t it's tipped. And now you're just thinking, how can I watch something to scrub that out of my brain? Yeah. It's been a traumatic evening. Nobody tipped. And now, <laughs> what's your favourite sitcom? Oh, I, I think Futurama of all time. What an answer. That is a good answer. What an answer. Like, Futurama... I ended up liking more than The Simpsons. Oh, definitely. Those first, was it the first four seasons? Was it four seasons before they cancelled it? I think it was five, then they cancelled it. And then they got cancelled twice, I think. It, it was five. It was five, because I had the box sets. Mm. And it had the fifth series of that. Is that the one that's got the best finale for any TV series? Yeah, there's... I mean, there's a lot of finale they because they keep thinking it's cancelled. So they do several yeah, finales. The, there's, there's one the initial, really. There's the initial five when he's like learning that flute thing, right? Yeah. So and that's the, my fa that's my favorite episode. And then they reignited it. for... The devil's hands are idle playthings. It's absolutely incredible. That, that opera. Episode. They do like an opera. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And yeah. it, and, it, and you kind of you want Leela and Fry to get together, in a way, but also I don't know. I just think they do they do a thing where their characters don't really evolve. And then in that last episode, it's kind of it gives you really what you want because it's like that kind of a will they won't ever all the, all the way through, but never in a serious way. And yeah, then yeah, it totally yeah. goes. But every even the movie, the mo so they they finish the series and they do these like movies. They do straight to DVD ones. Those are all excellent too. A lot of them are about time, often about the relationships with each other, and they're really good. I think it's really like I think there's like a there's like a it's, there's a sadness to it that isn't in The Simpsons, which is like Fry What's is. What's the one with Fry's brother? Because it's so lighthearted and stuff. You like every now and then they sort of they're like, oh, isn't this a fun planet to be on? And every now and then they're like, oh, by the way, all your family and all your friends yeah. and everything you ever known died there's, a thousand years ago. You never about, got to say goodbye. They do stuff about the dog that's waiting yeah, outside. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. And there's the time travel one. Mm -hmm. I loved it so much that I was at university. In, I went to university in 1999. And I think that's when it started, maybe. And I, I always thought that Simpsons is character-based and Futurama is plot-based. Yeah. And so the characters aren't really as deep in Futurama. You can't name 40 Futurama characters, but you can name 40 Simpsons yeah, characters. Yeah, that's true, I'd say. Like, even... So like, Mo. Like, like, yeah, all right. What's one? Barney. <laughs> Barney. Lenny. Yeah. Carl. Yeah. Maggie. Yeah. Sideshow Bob. Yeah. Homer. Ned. Yeah. Marge. Yeah. Bart. Yeah. Lisa. Yeah. Selma. Mm. Velma. Mm. No. Velma? Selma and Velma. Is it Selma and Velma or Selma? Patty and, and Selma. Patty and Selma. 
So you can't name 40 characters then? Uh, no. no. <laughs> I think there's even the, some of the main characters of Futurama, you, like Hermes, I'm like, there's nothing much to about Hermes. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, uh, it's Zoidberg, you know, he's an incredible character. Zoidberg's great. But he's so two-dimensional, but it's like, within like, that, he, he's an incredible character. He's Dr. Nick. He's just Dr. Nick, but he's a lobster. Sure, you know but I mean? when he takes his shell off and he goes all wobbly. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's, it's good stuff. It's, I lo- oh, okay, so, so I think it started in 1999 and my parents would tape it on vhs mm. and they would bring it to uh, university there was a thing that my so like, like a crate yeah get like a cake and a videotapes of future armor but six o'clock so six o'clock used to be simpsons time like mm-hmm. everyone cross country at six o'clock is simpsons time you watch the simpsons six o'clock i feel that like because of that people overlook future armor but because they were like oh i think a lot of people thought it was copying the simpsons mm-hmm. i think that people didn't realize that it was just the same it was not groaning again so um, so the, the original set was like 99 to maybe like 2004 and then they would have taken a break and then they would have done some movies and then yeah. I think that when it relaunched again was on Fox or FX. And I think that it probably started about 2008. And I think that that happened when I was living in Seven Sisters with my friend Rich. And he was a big Futurama fan. They did a thing where they brought it back and then the humour became more adult and more smutty. I honestly haven't watched the latest series. I sort of like, I, I, those original five series were the ones I had on DVD. Yeah, me too. I had the same DVD. Me and my friend used to watch them we actually watched it all in one because we both had a flu so i think i went to his house when i had flu and then we watched them all back to back pretty much i'd right. say and then we watched it we just kept watching it again and again and again it was like well, i just picked a, yeah. a case at random and then I'd yeah watch it. but I, yeah i loved it and i didn't really watch it later but it was like when they did the simpsons and then they started doing like sex jokes in the simpsons where yeah there was one episode of the simpsons where homer was a giant and Don't like this and then Marge made a joke about having to do yoga so that she could fit his dick into her. And it was like, <laughs> what? What? Why is that in The Simpsons? Why is that in The Simpsons? And then that was the moment where Disney thought, we'll buy this. Yeah. <laughs> it was, It was. yeah, it's like, I don't need that. And I th- I've got it's because they know people will be drawing pictures of it and putting it online. But like know. Futurama, <laughs> having those limitations with Futurama where it wasn't smutty, but they weren't, they went up to the line yeah. with it, but they didn't cross it. Was I thought it was like a, was like a strength rather than a weakness. And then yeah. when they went on Fox and they could do anything they wanted, I think it was Futurama that did this. It suddenly got really sort of like crude. And it was like, and, and this is coming from someone that swears for a living. And I was just like, I'm out. I yeah, agree. the first five seasons they had Zap Brannigan, and that was enough. Oh, like the crude, yeah. the crude he Zap is Brannigan. Brilliant. Yeah. He is like one of the all-time best characters yeah. of any. But he was. <laughs> they had him, and that's like enough. That's the the smart. And you I get him once I've every five episodes. I think I've oversold him a bit. He's good though, isn't he? He's is really good, and Kip as well. Kip. Kip. I like they put celebrities in. You know, Simpsons put celebrities in mm. every now and then, but they get them the heads in jars. Yeah, I like the context of them all being dead. It's dead. so good. Yeah. You could have any of them. I remember Pamela Anderson did it, yeah. and I remember Who's Loser. He sang Loser. Beck. Beck was in it. Beck was in it. Beck had like a robot body. The Beastie he? Boys were in it. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Did you ever watch it? Yeah, yeah. You used to watch it all the time. I think that show's so good. Futurama's yeah. finished. It's a bit later in the evening. Yeah. It's now nine, half nine. You've seen something funny. Yeah. It's time to get serious. Yeah. Gonna put a drama on. This could be anything. Could be American. Could be yeah. the UK. Could be quite lighthearted. Could be quite serious. Yeah. What is it? Poirot. Poirot. I love Poirot. I've watched every single episode of Poirot. With David Sachet? Yeah. Mm. With David Sachet. He's sacheting all over the place. 
No, I love it. I read every single Christie book when I was a kid. Have you really? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, definitely the Poirot ones. Maybe not. I don't actually think I've read that much Marple. But <laughs> so you're just not interested in Marple. Nah, Full just I like I like his. Marple is like oh fuck off, Marple. <laughs> Have you seen the fucking what the the mirror has two faces? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Angela Lansbury. Yeah, the Every- mirror cracks. Everyone in... It's the mirror has two faces. No, you're, that's the Barbara Streisand film, isn't it? The mirror has two faces. Is she Marple? No. Barbara Streisand is Miss Marple. No, you're thinking the mirror cracked. What about the Prince of Tides? <laughs> yeah, that's Streisand. Lorenzo's Oil? That's Poirot. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in <laughs> the mirror has two faces, starring Angela Lansbury as Miss Marple. Yeah. Everyone in that movie is great, but Angela Lansbury is basically, she's doing too much and her makeup is rubbish. They've aged her up. It's before, remember, this is before Murder They Wrote, right? Yeah, okay. And so this is way in the, way in the early 80s, right? Yeah, okay. And they've given her all this makeup and she cannot act underneath it. It's like her brow is too low. She's, you're struggling to see Angie coming out of all of that later. I see what she looks like now. What's she looks this? terrible what's, the, what's this called? The, the mirror, oh, the mirror. <laughs> That's mad. Go Google that immediately if you listen to this. That's yeah, crazy. It's, it's, like, it's, it's, ter- it's terrible. It's terrible makeup and it really pulls you out of it. But luckily Liz Taylor is doing her finest work in that. And Liz Taylor is absolutely incredible. Liz Taylor's in that. Yeah, yeah. the mirror has two faces with Nick Nolte and uh, Angela Ladsborough. The mirror cracked. The mi- <laughs> so, but here's my question to you, right? So Poirot, you've read all the Poirots, right? Yeah. How many of them are Death on the Nile? No, just one of them is Death on the Nile. And how many of them Death on the Nile is a famous one. Because the Orient it's, Express one. It's difficult because I read them in like later installments where they put like five in one book. I would read them, but like, like but it's like the book is like five stories. That's a tall book. It's a tall book, yeah. Did David Suchet, at the end, have yeah. he done them all? Yeah, he'd done every single one, yeah. He's done every single... <laughs> yeah, he'd be doing it for like... Yeah, yeah, years, yeah. But, but years. That's kind of my question, right? So it's like, so when they made the original movies yeah. in the seventies, they made Murder on the Orient Express, sure. Death no. on the Nile, no, so the tw- Sons. Do you mean the old, the other yeah. guy in the seventies? Yeah. In the seventies, Jewel of the Sun, uh, Jewel under the Sun, r- the, Evil under the Sun, Evil under the Sun. It, so they did those three, right? The Poirots. Mm-hmm. There was two with Ustinov, and the first one with Albert, Albert Finney, Finney, right? Mm-hmm. So when the Kenny. Kenny B came along and he did some more, right? He did Orient Express sure. and then he did Death, on the, Death on the Nile. And then the other one is... Uh, it's called A Haunting in Venice. A Haunting in Venice, right? So that's the third one he's doing. And then I'm pretty sure... Which is not real, by the way. I'm sh- I'm pre- the is Haunting that in, not an Agatha Christie? The Haunting Christie? in Venice is not an Agatha Christie. He's doing... I read about it. He's doing the adaptation of Halloween Party. But Halloween Party has nothing to do with Venice. In any, so I'm, I'm like completely... I don't know what they're doing with this. I Apparently, it's a supernatural one, but there is no, there's no element of that in any Poirot. I'm pretty sure that David Sachet he did Murder on the Orient Express as a feature version of the Poirot series. Yeah. So why is Murder on the Orient Express? Yeah. Because I didn't know that Murder on the Orient Express or Death on the Nile were Poirot. I yeah. thought Poirot was his own thing. Yeah. And then these were two other non-Poirot related, non-Miss Marple, Agatha Christie stories. Yeah. Why do they always come back to those two specific ones to adapt first if there's like 50 books? I think it's because they're famous. It's a bit like if you kept... It's the reason why I keep doing Romeo and Juliet. 
it's like everyone knows what that is, but you just keep doing it. Well, again he only again. wrote like twelve plays, and that's one of them. Yeah, but you wouldn't do. No, there's not been a big release of King Lear. Do you know what I mean? There's I no think being. The other shorter than Murder on the Express. They're all the sa- like similar length. Oh, okay. It's just that you can you can make them a three-hour motion picture, or you can make it a forty-five-minute episode. Okay. You can do, do, do both those things. You just need to make sure that all the elements are in there, and then you need to make sure that you could work it out for yourself if you were watching which you probably could I watched it with my flatmate recently because she didn't know anything about murder mysteries and I thought she'd enjoy it and I did an experiment with her I was like she has to guess who it is before he reveals it and every time she's been like I could have probably got that if I'd thought about it a bit more so I think you <laughs> could you could, you probably can get them because you can't do a murder mystery without the ingredients being there and yeah I just I just, I really like whodunits I think they're fun so the reason they keep making Death of the Nile and the reason they keep making Murder on the Express is that those are just famous people. Just People just know people what they are. People go and see it. People go see it. If you put down, for example, I think the best one is Five Little Pigs. But if you put Five Little Pigs as a movie, no one would see that. Right. Not like even Count if, of the Baskervilles, I guess. Yeah, it's like Count of the Baskervilles. I think that's like not even a, a really good version. I think it's a really good Sherlock Holmes story. I think it's, a, it's an all right story that Sherlock Holmes happens to be in. It's because there's a dog in it and people like the idea of Sherlock Holmes fighting a dog. It's out in London and it's like, oh, it's a bit supernatural, isn't it? And yeah. All that stuff. And then, but like really, Hand of the Baskervilles is a Christopher Lee. It's a weird one because in it, that's the one where Sherlock Holmes is in it at the start then he disappears and doesn't come back till halfway through. To fight it's always dog. a weird one to adapt because mm. he's not in it. Yeah, that that's much. what I mean. It's yeah. sort of like he happens to be in yeah. it. Whereas, like he's a guest star in it. Whereas I like Sherlock Holmes just in general. And yeah. the more you get to see him, the better. Depends who's playing him, obviously. Yeah. What do you think of Robbie, Robbie Downey Jr.'s interpretation? Of it was annoying, wasn't it? Very annoying. It was really annoying. Everything about those films was annoying. And I, I sort of forget that they even happened. Yeah, no, it's mad, isn't it? Because at the time, it was like, he's doing Iron Man and Sherlock Holmes. And then no one remembers Sherlock yeah. Holmes. What do you think of his British accent? I cannot remember them that much. He I just remember like he was he just... Sort of talks like this. He, he was really <laughs> mannered. And yeah. I, thought, I, I guess it was fine. But it's a bit like the way Christopher Nolan adapted Batman, which was that he was sort of embarrassed. People say that quite a lot. But he was sort of embarrassed to be directing Batman. He was like embarrassed to do superhero films. So he just made it all so that it was basically not a superhero film. And then you got Batman showing up and it's just like, oh. And what Guy Ritchie did was he was like, the trouble with Sherlock Holmes is they're all a bit clever and slow, aren't they? So we'll just put loads of punching and fighting, and, and you go like, "This isn't Sherlock." Holmes. We'll get him doing uh, bare knuckle boxing, yeah, and that'll be the most like... famous thing from that movie. Is yeah. that bare knuckle boxing scene where it's super <laughs> slow mo and he's like chopping people's heads like, off with his hands? There's chalk marks like, yeah, going, yeah. "Oh right, if I was going to come at that angle, I'd do it like you know." Yeah, the Mind Palace is just a fighting palace. And I also thought it was really weird that their follow-up, the follow-up to the first one, was the one where Sherlock Holmes dies. Yeah. It's just like, well, why are you doing that for the sequel? Do another one in between and then do a trilogy. Mm. I know that Sherlock Holmes doesn't really die, but yeah. like, that's sure, a spoiler sure. alert. But sure, it's sure. 100 years old. If you don't know that, then you're a fucking lady. Do you know what happens in the last episode of Poirot? Does Poirot eat a sachet of salt? What, because it's David Suchet? Because <laughs> it's David Sachet? David, <laughs> Finally. David Sachet. The brother of the newsreader. Yeah. Who's the newsreader? John Sachet. <laughs> Who's your favourite newsreader? Susanna Reid. Just, cool. just really fit. Good if it was John Suchet. Well, it could be sort of John Suchet. A big fan of the family. Mm. The Sachets. Yeah. I'll have a salt and a pepper, please. 
it's uh, rounding off the night now. It's getting on to about, about 10 o'clock, 10.30. That's the news really bit over, is it? That's yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's okay, it. cool. Just a quick throwaway aside. Yeah. Let's see who wants to be. Susanna Reid, did you say? Yeah, yeah. What does she? What channel? Does she do good this morning? morning. She's just really, really good looking. I like quite, quite look, like, yeah, That's just nice. Kirsty like, Young in the nineties. Yeah. yeah. Channel five. It's yeah. Worth, it's worth getting on your roof and adjusting your antenna for that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's about ten ten thirty. It's going to round off the evening with a big movie. Oh no! Right, set, set you off to go to bed. I had trouble with this one. Doesn't necessarily have to be a favourite movie, just what you'd want that night. Might be a movie that you just switch on to fall asleep to, like uh, any of the black and white Sherlock Holmes movies or a couple of the mm. Agatha Christie's. I would always I'd put, Empire, want, I'd I'd put Empire Strikes Back on. I put Empire, I it could be a favourite. It could be a favourite. So, so well. mine was gonna, I was going to say New Hope. There's something about the snow at the beginning of Empire Strikes Back that just hypnotises me, and I yeah. never even make it to the first battle. I'm just knocked out. Really? Away. What yeah. about the, A New Hope? I think to set myself to sleep it, it would be The Sound of Music, I'd say, probably. The, the movie The Sound of Music? Yeah. What about The New Hope? What I, about the the new, new Hope I thought is... you meant the music in A New Hope. No, I, I find it difficult with this one. It's a hard question for anyone to answer, really. What's the movie you would put on? I don't know, it's just... I'll, I'll put also Sound of Music. These answers can be as long or as quick as you like, Huge. Oh, Sound of... Uh, but then I'd start... Normally we rattle through this whole show in about, I don't know, five minutes. <laughs> This is going on. It's not. It's great. <laughs> do Sound of Music. I like that movie. I do Sound of Music. Put Sound of Music on. You're not getting to sleep, are you, till about three in the morning? Yeah, but you fall asleep during it. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't want to... You wake up terrified because the Nazis yeah, yeah. are coming to get you right at the end. Yeah, Nazis, Nazis having it off my daughter. Yeah. Fuck. Not good. God, if I was Captain Von Trapp, I'd do more than tear the fucking swastika flag down. <laughs> You'd join, wouldn't you? <laughs> you'd, put, you'd put three up in its place and join, <laughs> and join wouldn't you? No. I would tear down his trousers and I'd give him a spanking. Mm. I'd say, there's no way you're having sex with my daughter. Particularly your age, which you've... You're, you're 17, <laughs> going, going on, on 18. 18. 18. But you're, you're 17, going on a fucking register, mate. <laughs> <laughs> she is 15, going on 16. Is that it? I, so she's, she's, she's gone on 17. I am 16, going, going on 17. 17. You are on a register. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the legal agent at that in point Germany? in Germany? I don't Do you like think it you... when anyone has this conversation. Well, I just want to know whether... <laughs> so, so well, I just want to know whether... I want to know... In Spain and I you're want, like, all right. <laughs> I want to know whether... <laughs> I want to know whether he'd be put in Nazi jail or not. 14. 14. 14. Oh, my... So back then, that even, she was two years in. Bloody hell. Two years in. We can cut around this. That's, that's, that's all everyone's excuse every, every time, isn't it? They're 14 in Germany. <laughs> well, then move to Germany. It's not illegal. Get yeah. out of my garden. <laughs> it's a magical film. It, it, what? Sound of Music? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anyone that really likes it. What do you mean? I don't know. It's like a very popular. It was a very popular film at the time. I don't know anyone that really likes it, and I would say it's one of my favourite all-time films. It was one of the films. There was that Ghostbusters, Flash Gordon, Splash, and they'd show him at the Barbican, and my dad would take us on Saturday mornings, and the sound of music was absolutely captivating from beginning to end. Loved it. I think Christopher Plummer is just. He's like what movies are all about in that film. I love it. And every song is perfect. Yeah. Like, there's honestly, the, my least favorite song is 
the childhood one when Julie Andrews and Chris Palmer singing together. And I still think that's a, a great song. Somewhere in, in my wicked childhood. That one, I think that's fine. I, I don't know that I've ever seen it all the way through. So that's crazy. Excuse me. All the way through. Excuse me. I think I've seen bits Excuse of me. it. Something. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You don't think you've Do you never seen that bit? I don't know I've seen that bit now. I thought I'd seen the whole film in that, bits. That's to about me it's like three quarters fiction. of the way through. You wouldn't have seen that if you... No, I don't but, know if I've seen that it, bit. I feel like it really needs to be three hours where you see their relationship sort of like... When he starts to melt, when he starts to crack... What for you just, is the most emotional piece of that film? Like, so there's always a bit in that film that re- I'm like feeling very... When his voice cracks in Edelweiss and the yeah. family join him. Oh mm. my God. Yeah, good. That's cinema, isn't it? Yeah. That is just like... Because he's not singing, it's not his voice. He tried, he, he did it, he recorded it, and they were like, God, you can't sing. <laughs> so, so, then, so then he ended up miming. And I've heard his original recording, yeah. I've heard him do a recording of it, and it's not like so bad. But one of the best things about it is that you don't know that he's miming. Sometimes you see films where like oh. they're singing voices. Well, like uh, My Fair Lady, Julie Andrews was um, Eliza Doolittle on stage, and then she didn't get the film because they gave it to Audrey Hepburn. Mm. And then Julie Andrews got an Oscar for. Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. or, or nominates at least. Audrey Hepburn couldn't sing, and they were just like, "Well, why don't you hire someone that can sing?" I think Christopher Plummer, I love him so much, and Julie Andrews uh, in that film. But um, I don't ever. She's really that. perfect because they they did like you know they did that like we really weird kind of garish show where they have to cast Marie and the Sound of Music as a Andrew Lloyd Webber was like yeah. hosting it or something like that. You can't replicate what Julie Andrews does. Like she's so good at what specifically the role that she does. She which was, is, I think, acting is really just sort of like massaging your own personality into whatever shape yeah. that the part is. And she was really kind of like it didn't feel like she was acting. Yeah. And what you have with people trying to replicate that is they're trying to replicate Julie, Julie Andrews, Andrews. Yeah. And it's kind of weird. You just need them to create, find the character themselves, and that's yeah. what she did. She just brought so much of herself into it yeah. but just reimagine it I suppose yeah. but that's not what's marketable you know like the mirror cracked you know you want to put that on the fucking yeah. poster so people come in Climb Every Mountain the when she's singing in the office when she's in the nun's office Climb Every Mountain that gets me that also what gets me is when she's getting married and the, the nuns are singing How Do You Solve a Problem at Maria with the organ I'm like that's that scene is so good. And also, Crazy. when Maria turns up late at the beginning and they're all rolling their eyes at her, like she's a fucking piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Like, I think We've all been Maria. And also, all when... Maria the, more than a lot of people are, though, no. I think I've, covered, I I think I've talked yeah. to you about this. When when that, that happens and they're rolling their eyes, yeah. and then, they, and then they're, they're having a go at her, and they're going, I've often heard her singing in the Abbey. You're like, like, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? Take a fucking look at yourself. Before you ever go out of the people, singing is one of the two things you do in this place. <laughs> it's singing and praying. Why the fuck would you ever go over singing in the abbey? Yeah, what's black and white and red all over? You, you cunt. <laughs> Take a look in the fucking mirror. You'd be embarrassed. That's, yeah. You know what I mean? She's yeah, embarrassed yeah, yeah, she's yeah, singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She caught herself in a lie. For me, perfect movie. Yeah. And I think I'll watch it. I think I'll watch, I watch it all the time, actually. If I do a big clean in my house, I'm like, oh, the house needs a scrub. I'll put that on yeah. in the background. But per- yes, perfect. My niece is three and she can watch like bits of it. 
Mm. I think she could probably. I think she wa- she did pretty well. She watched about forty five minutes of it before we lost her. We had to fast forward to the puppet show bit. Mm. But I mean, she was she was there for like the first forty five minutes. It's a three hour film. She's an interval. There's like a five minute interval where they just put an interval up on the screen. And you, you can um you can get ice cream from the fridge. I like it when they do that. Mm. Yeah, and the nice. second half does feel different, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's a different a, a, a new scenes and new um, a dialogue and songs. But and a different tone. It's a different time. Yeah, yeah. But the first half is like yeah. full of hope and joy, and then the second half is like the it's dread like, creeps in. Oh, because the Nazis are ki- uh, like ma- killing all of them. Because when it comes back, it does all that. Who will buy? Who will buy? And um, Oklahoma. Oh yeah. It doesn't just have an intermission. It has an overture at the beginning. It has the first half. It has a ballet sequence. And it has an interval, and then it has the second half. It's like. When they Oakland was like the first filmed musical, and they were like, We don't know how to do this, so we'll just do exactly what you get in the theater <laughs> and we'll just do it on film. And that's that's what okay. they, and I guess that's why they're all three hours long as well yeah. because you had to allow for it, didn't you? Mm. Good choice. I think it's such a beautiful film, wonderful film, yeah. And uh, every time you bring it up, you get all sorts of people that are just like, Oh, sound of music. I think, it's the, I think it's the best musical that exists. I genuinely I think it's amazing, I think and it's her- a wonderful film, yeah. It, ha- it gives you everything that you want out of a film. Yeah. And also, there is, sorry, but there is that undercurrent of dread all the way through it. Mm. And you know that when the Nazis kind of show up. And like wh- it follows. What's his name? Frederick? Or is that one of Friedrich. the kids? Friedrich. No, that's one of the kids, isn't it? Well, Friedrich, yeah. Well, there's someone called Friedrich in the film, yeah. Friesel? Weasel. Liesel. Liesel. He's the... No, Liesel's a girl. So who's the... Who's the Friedrich, little... Friedrich, there's Friedrich, there's... Frank. No, uh, he's out Kurt of Father the, the Bride. The boy is Kurt. Two boys, Kurt and Who's Friedrich. the Nazi? Who's the Nazi paedophile that's hooking up with the daughter in the gazebo? Adolf. Adolf. Is he called Dolph? <laughs> Adolf. He's called Rolf. Rolf. Rolf, he's, yeah. Isn't he called Rolf? He's called Rolf, yeah. There's a lot of pedos called Rolf. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, my, that's my... Yeah, yeah, cool. It's a beautiful movie, isn't it? Beautiful <laughs> movie. Beautiful movie. Wonderful multicoloured picture. Movie. So you got all the way to the end of the night, my friend. So you started the night off with... Pokemon. Pokemon. And then you followed that up with Tipping Point. Mm. Then you watched Futurama, followed up by... Poirot. Poirot. A a specific Poirot? Uh, We'll go for Five Little Pigs. Five Little Pigs. pigs. Favourite newsreader is obviously... Susanna (laughs) Reid. Susanna Reid. And your favourite movie is... uh, Or your your movie to wrap up the whole... This is a great night of telly, by the way. Mm. Your movie to wrap up the night with Sound of Music... Yeah. That's going to take you to about one or two o'clock in the morning. So you're all very sleepy now, but you've got just enough in you for one more song. When I say now one more song, I mean you've watched The Sound of Music, so there's been songs all the way yeah. through that. Yeah, saved. Yeah, it feels a bit weird to l- play this after a sound of music, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know, if maybe I would put on something else. Well, like corn. I think I would put, I was going to put on All I Want by LCD Sound Systems, but I think that's not what I want. I think what I want is I think I want Pale Blue Eyes by Velvet Underground. Oh yeah, that'll send you to sleep. That's a nice one. I think that's a good way to it's end the day. But LCD Sound Systems, I I don't know what, I didn't know the context of when these things were going. I didn't know they were going to be in a treehouse and we were going to bed. You're not yeah. in a bed. You're not in. You're not sleeping here, mate. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, okay. Well, I'm not sleeping here. No, you're not sleeping here. Okay. You're going home. You're doing this yourself. We don't. We're not going to watch them with you. Oh. This is for podcast. Who's, where, where am I? You're, <laughs> you're in our treehouse. But why aren't you here? 
I am here. You said you weren't there. No, we're not going to be here to watch all this stuff with you. Why aren't you? What? Why not? We just want you to know what you're going to do later. Okay. Now, Velvet Underground, are they the super group? No. What's the one with Lou Reed? That's, 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 Velvet, Velvet, that's Velvet Underground. Well, what's Velvet Revolver? That's, that's uh, a the super venue. group. That's the super group? Yeah. Oh, that's the one I meant then, isn't it? <laughs> Velvet Underground is Lou Reed's band. Yeah. So yeah. what's Lou Reed? Lou Reed's a person. Yeah, but is Lou Reed his own solo artist? Lou Reed leaves the Velvet Underground. He, he is replaced. the Velvet Underground. He gets replaced. What, by the fucking session musicians that he hired? <laughs> what? You've got to be a real cunt for that, right? <laughs> He's hired a ba- I'm Lou Reed. I'm going to form a band. I'm going to hire all of the musicians, and we're going to be called the Velvet Underground. And then they go, do you mind going solo? Because we actually really like each other. Who do they replace him with? That doesn't he call Doug Yule? Isn't that he the guy who takes over from Lou Reed in the Velvet Underground? Is uh, that like a fuck you to Lou Reed? To be like, we can literally replace well, no, you with Well, no, apparently anyone. the guy they did get was was like almost like a Lou Reed lookalike, I think. That's a lovely song to finish with. I mean, it's it's very it's well, it's not. Don't if you listen to the, don't listen to the song if you're in a bad place. I'd say. Well, I'll put that on my things to do list. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel that like you have successfully controlled the airwaves tonight? Yeah. Oh, that's it then, isn't it? Well then, huge. I think that there's absolutely no doubt in all of our minds that you have successfully controlled, controlled the, the airwaves. It's great. Thanks, man. And we've only got time for this one thing now, and we're going to play the world famous game show. World famous game show. Nathaniel Metcalf's internationally renowned what's world ha- famous. What's happening? What do you mean? We're trying to wrap up, huge. Try not to interrupt us. We're podcasting. So. <laughs> Is that what you say? Your podcast? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, better or worse is the game where you have to say with the next person on my list. Better or worse. better or worse than the person before, based entirely on my opinions to score points. So, World famous. So give me an example of this before I do, do it. So I'd come up with a name. Let's say I say Goldie Horn. Yeah. And then I'd say, but is you Angela Lansbury no one has better ever or asked, worse? No one has ever asked for an example. So for a start, that's that's a, that's a red flag for you. Huge. What do you mean? Right? No one's come on here and said, "Explain what we're going to do." They just go with it. So just go with it, right? Right. And here's the other thing: it doesn't roll over. Oh yeah. So you, it's like the next one is the next one is the next. Sure. One. Okay. Fine. Okay. Well, let's start then. So These no are all based over. on people that were in the films from the day you're born. Yeah. Beginning with Cher. Yeah. Cher. Is Steve Martin better or worse than Cher? Yeah, better. Better. Is Val Kilmer better or worse than Steve Martin? Worse, worse. Um, so, but see what I mean about no rollover. What do you mean? It's not rollover. <laughs> Cher doesn't roll over to the next one. Yeah. They're just not isolated. They're out, it's not I just wasn't thinking on. about where Cher was going to be. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just gone. just in case you were. Cher's gone. Cher's gone. Cher's she's she's executed. She's gone. But like Steve Martin won that one. If Steve Martin wins this one, he's out of it anyway. He doesn't go on to the next one. Okay. So you're not winner stays on. You know. Okay. But it's not Val Kilmer over. better or worse, worse than Steve Martin? But how? Why is Steve Martin stayed on then? Because Steve Martin's better than Cher. So why is he in the next? You're going to have to play more than three rounds. Okay. Right, and then so it'll all become Steve clear. Steve Martin's better than Cher. Yeah. Val Kilmer is he better than Steve Martin? No. Steve Martin's better than yeah. Val Kilmer. Is Stop whispering. Is Jim Belushi better or worse than Val Kilmer? Worse. Much worse. Stop, Jim, st- did you say Jim it. or John? Jim. Jim. Worse. Stop what? 
Are we both playing? No, you're playing. So why are you having a go at before I can think? I didn't think I was saying it out loud. You were saying so, you're so loudly saying no. Well, you just have to have your own opinion. Oh, you? It's a hard when you. Okay. Oh no, I don't think he's better. I don't think he's better. You don't think Jim Belushi is better than Val Kilmer? I like Val Kilmer. I like, I, I like his new film. No, I, sorry, I've just said it out loud and I've, I've realised I, I, I'm with you. Yeah. I think Jim right. Belushi is worse than He's Val worse Kilmer. than Val Kilmer. Is Richard E. Grant better or worse than Jim Belushi? Better. Stop it, Nick, Nick, Nick. You've got you've got to stop this. You, with every guest. What do you mean? Do people tolerate this? Oh, no one's ever mentioned it before. <laughs> I honestly just think I'm thinking. You're not thinking. You're saying it so loudly. Well, sometimes people say stuff out loud when they think. Yeah. Is Bob Hoskins better or worse than Richard E. Grant? <sighs> I, can't, I can't think because of this on the side. What film are we talk about? Hudson Hawk versus Super Mario Brothers. It's Richard E. Grant better than... They're both good in there. Is, is Bob Hoskins better or worse than Bob Hoskins, Richard E. Grant? Bob Hoskins... He's better. He is better. What, is there a what are you saying? Is there a yes or no? Is, is, I thought this was open for interpretation, or is this what you no, think? No, it's just entirely okay. my opinion, opinion to score points. Opinion. You should start saying, do I think Richard E. Grant is better or worse than Bob It's fine. It's too okay. late to mess around with, with the, the format, format JC3000. Yeah, uh, is Robert De Niro better or worse than Bob Hoskins? Better. Worse. Is Meg Ryan better or worse than Robert De Niro? Worse. Yeah, worse, I think. Is Winona Ryder better or worse than Meg Ryan? Better. Oh, yeah, no, she is better. Better. Yeah. Is Annette Benning better or worse than Winona Ryder? Better. Stop it. I love Annette Benning. I like, I like Winona Ryder. So I love say, Winona Ryder. I, th I think Winona Ryder is better. I love Meg Ryan. Winona Ryder is better. Is Kathy Bates better or worse than Annette Benning? Better. 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 I think that's a high. Yeah. Nine. I think that no one can be in any doubt that we've successfully controlled the airwaves. <laughs> no one can say anything. Thank you for joining us in the treehouse. Thank you for joining us in the treehouse. I've me in the treehouse for myself. I'm by myself. How do you think you're going to get down? Are you going to use the ladder or are you going to use the rope? Going to skateboard out the top like Bart Simpson. Yeah. yeah that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Mm. It's a long drop down. Bart Simpson don't care. Bart yeah. Simpson's a cartoon. Well, let's see if... Bart Simpson can survive a drop of 3,000 feet. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's he probably big, won't. Big tree. He probably it's won't. Really it's a big, big tree. tree. It's like one of them Ewok trees. <laughs> but of course, were the trees big or were the Ewoks small? So, on that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> very that, good. On it that bombshell. It's a good podcast. It is a good though. podcast, I think. You know. So, if you're going to watch it at some point, then I don't know how they work. Uh, but if you're going to see this at some point on your internet then uh, please give us a like five star reviews only thanks i appreciate you nick this leaves us to say is i appreciate you nat and you appreciate me and i appreciate you and i appreciate well it's a goodbye from me and it's a goodbye from me and it's a goodbye from me i uh, hope you all have a wonderful day and yeah. thanks very much for all the support that you've given us uh, thanks for having me on guys it's been really fun oh god do you know what i've been looking forward to this one what does that mean about the other ones? Well, I thought the other ones were dry, but <laughs> but I've been looking forward to this one, so it's a shame that you've disappointed me yet again. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the show, and uh, everyone, if you want to send us any uh, emails and any suggestions, I don't think we need them for this show. Uh, so <laughs> we'll, don't bother. We'll, so we won't do it for this one. Love you all. <laughs> How do we say it? Later, Later losers. losers. <laughs> 
Nick and Nat Control the Airwaves was brought to you by the John Carpenter Appreciation Society. JCS. Presented by me, Nick. Helm. And Nat. Nathaniel Metcalf. And produced by the JC3000 and Natalie King.